Who's Hound Entertainment presents Sounds on Vinyl, the show that celebrates collecting and listening to vinyl. And now, from the Grand Anarchy Studio in Sweden and the Speakeasy Studio in the United States, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show, the show that, of course, celebrates all things vinyl. My name, of course, as always, is Phil Boyer. And across the big, huge, giant blue stuff we call water is my brother from another mother, Mike Svensson, who is, of course, basking in the glow of the Viking land. What the hell's going on, Mike? <laughs> it's going really good, actually. We, we, got, a, we got nice weather, actually. Yeah. It's it's yeah it's warmer than usual. It, I'm usually freezing my ass off at this in, in these times. We we're in December for Christ's sakes. It's mm. oh man, but we're like in in our uh, oh I should have looked this up in in Fahrenheit, but it's we're around like nine ten uh, Celsius plus okay. Celsius, which is I think it's around like sixty five. 70 something like that what so it's pretty, in december yeah it's, Jesus. yeah it's pretty it's pretty warm i should google that shit right away uh nine degrees celsius to fahrenheit it's yeah somewhere around there yeah so it's Jeez. it's pretty warm weather yeah must be nice we're freezing it, our it ass is. off over here in yeah. idaho man it was like it eight degrees when i got up this morning oh my god yeah, Fahrenheit. That that's is horrible. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. horrible. Yeah, that's like yeah. negative three hundred or something in Celsius. Yeah. I don't know. It's something yeah. like that. So, <laughs> so but I, I'm guessing it's sort of like sixty, sixty-five or something like that. It's it's peaked up there yeah. in the last couple of days. So it's it's crazy. But still, we're here. You're here. We're here. We're all here, yeah. man. We're here. We're, We're talking here. about vinyl. So, oh, what? Man. Uh, we 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 got to talk about. You, you got any finds this week? Did you go out and 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 rape and pillage some of the record stores yeah. and get some stuff? I, I, I did. I I was supposed to go into a record store and, and ask a question. Uh, <laughs> I only wanted to ask a question because uh, I know that I, I got my I got my tentacles out there. So so I was driving by. I was asking about a release for next year. That's the only thing I intended to do. So I stopped right outside in the red zone, jump in, ask my question, and all of a sudden on the wall, I see an Alice Cooper album that I don't have. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh man, Mike, what the hell? You set the budget for this. But it's sort of like you, you, uh, you've been looking for this for a while. It's, it's okay. So just a, just a quick peek. I'm, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to feel it. So, uh, and I've, of course I bought it. Of course then, you did. Then I, yeah. Then I found like uh, a cassette tape, cassette tape with Kiss Asylum. I had to buy that one too. Because I, I pulled out my, my old cassette deck like uh, uh, this summer and I, I cleaned it and, and now I'm playing cassettes also. Oh, wow. And, and, and then I found another album also. So, but it, <laughs> let's talk about it. It's, my heart is racing right now. So, yeah, well, there was a couple. So, I, I bought, actually bought it. This is a new pressing. 
uh, Alice Cooper's Dragon Town. I think he, the the stuff that he did later on, uh, from like the two thousands and so forth, and and from from there on and up till now, are really really good music. It's it's a little heavier, uh, and so he's like um, feeling around in in like the more heavy department, and and he's not afraid. That's Mm-mm. the coolest thing about Alice. It it's it and it's it's not cliche and it's not you know there there is some bands that that try to do try to mimic uh the, the stuff that's going on with the newer metal and so forth and and oh, they're God, like yeah. an 80s 70s band and it sounds like holy shit but he he's got like young young musicians playing with him i mean Ryan Roxy's been around like forever but he's a he's a really cool guitar player and 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 it's it's uh it's great to see him interpretate like the more heavy stuff so i bought that one and i've been spinning that like from the day i bought it so <laughs> so uh, nice. but um i only bought one album mom only one <laughs> i promise you there might be some just in case my mom is listening it's one album mom it's one album i swear to god only one so moving along moving nothing to see nothing to hear nothing moving along that's that's it all right that's it that's it that's it okay so i gotta divert us for a minute and this would have been great if it happened on the halloween show but as you were telling that story the temperature in the studio dropped about 20 degrees and I can smell perfume right now, right now. And it's, it's odd. And, and for those that don't know the studio that I'm in used to actually be my office. And before it was my office about 60, 70 years ago, the original owner of the house used this room to make tombstones. Oh man, that's like too good. First Alice Cooper and now this. Oh man. right, right. That was a pretty good transition, though, wasn't it? But, oh man, you couldn't write that shit. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. For so real? I'm. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm sitting oh. here in this room, oh, and man. Yeah, I can like smell perfume every every couple seconds or so, and it's weird. It's weird. And this isn't the only haunting that we've had in this house. So I will just say that I won't get any details. Because this isn't a Halloween show. This is more like it's closer to Christmas at this point. But, oh, but yeah, man. I just I had to share that because if I don't make it to the end of the show, if the demons and the ghosts <laughs> take me out, then you guys know what oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And you're not the one playing like a uh, uh, makeup rock star with all the all the like the groupies around you. So that's mm-hmm. not the ones who are oozing the perfume. It's Oh, no, no, shit. no, I That's don't actually have really cool. <laughs> I wish that would happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit freaky. It's, it's, it, freaky, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Are you okay? I, I'm, I'm still here, man. I'm still here. Oh, oh. oh man. <laughs> what a way to start a show. I mean, forget about all the other ones with the yeah. Viking stuff and so forth. Oh. This is. That's it's, right. Are you listening, people? This is it. Episode episode number 10. You should <laughs> check that box, man. 
<laughs> go back and listen to this. Holy cow. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's all those old Vikings coming to haunt, yes. haunt us yeah. for for making yeah. fun of the whole raping and pillaging yeah. and all that. But I don't know. Or perhaps but it's yeah. Dave Mustaine. You never I'm just know. saying if shit starts falling off the walls and the door behind <laughs> me starts opening by itself, I'm gone. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm and gone. if you suddenly hear red rum, red rum, red rum, run. I'm, I mean, run, run like the wind, my friend. Run like the wind. Oh man! Uh, there we go. Little okay, fun. so little fun. Okay, I will let you sit back and relax, and I will take it from here if if you don't mind. So so you, yeah you can yeah. Like smell the, you can smell the perfume. I can burn uh, some sage and. Do yeah. some rituals and all kinds of shit. I don't know. But oh, yeah, yeah. Man. So what the hell are we talking about today? <laughs> we are talking about because uh, I get get uh sometimes I get a lot of emails and DMs. Uh mostly it's from my mom. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking, mom. I'm joking. It's not from you because you don't own a, a turntable even. But still, okay, getting back, getting back. Uh so uh and People are starting out collecting, and since I told people from the get-go, you can you can drop me a line if you want to know something, because I'm here. I'm I'm just glad that people are listening to and feeling physical music in their hands. Which, if it's vinyl records, cassette tapes, and even CDs, I don't care anymore. Just enjoy real music for for once and feel it and, and grab a hold of it. So I get a lot of e e emails uh, from like beginners, a collectors that want to focus on, on, um, on what, what to buy and whatnot. And, and one question keeps popping up and it says like, should I buy newer pressings of older albums? Or, or if you, you should only buy the original pressings from back in the day when, when that album was released. Well, it's hard to, for me to really advise people on, on what to do in this case, but I will tell you this. If you listen to music in a physical way and foremost on vinyl, because that's my main focus here, uh, then I think you're onto something right there. And when it comes to buying newly pressed vinyls instead of the old ones, Hey man, it, that's totally up to you. Uh, I know that it used to be when when the vinyl record came back in the late '90s, the the newer pressings were not that impressive because it, it, it was very hastily done and 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 it it you you could uh, there was no real mastering in it and so it's well. But but oh, nowadays, wait. wait. Let me yeah. interrupt you real quick because yeah, I, I want to clarify course. something. When when you say, are yeah. we talking new music, or are we no, talking no, no, no. Both, like when the when the nineties came out? Are we talking about? Oh, so we're talking about like, for instance, old Black Sabbath, like Black Sabbath's yeah. Paranoid, yes. for instance. Yeah. Though yeah. those are very hastily done, so we're not talking about necessarily yeah. new music that was coming no. out on vinyl. Okay, no, I just no, wanted I'm, to make my, that distinction. Yeah. Cool that okay. you did that because my main focus is uh, the older ones, the the stuff that we grew up in from the seventies and the eighties and so forth. So, so I, the Post Malone stuff is safe. That's I just I just want to make sure <laughs> that the new Post Malone oh. music is safe and that it's safe to listen to, and it's good. 
it's not hastily done. There hasn't been a show, I will shit you not, people. There hasn't been a show where Post Malone hasn't been mentioned. I mean, that guy will be a millionaire right now because of us. He will be. No, that's right. He will be. That's right. He needs to give us a cut we, of the royalties or something. I don't know. Yeah, he needs to give you a cut of the royalty. <laughs> okay, oh. okay, moving along. Moving along. Okay, yeah. So, oh. so yeah, we're talking so about old so music. Old yes. music was not yeah. very well done on the new stuff. No. So you got to be aware no. of that. Yeah. So, because in the in the like the the early nineties, um, early to mid nineties, when 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 record sales for vinyl records went down and it totally disappeared, and and the CD was the thing. Uh, you didn't get any vinyl records at all from from like uh none of the the good bands so you couldn't i actually remember i was going in to try to to get a hold of uh i think it was like 92 or something i was trying to to get a hold of um no prayer for the dying with maiden Mm-hmm. And I had a hard time finding it on vinyl because it's, oh, you, you you want the CD? We got a brand new CD. No, I don't want a CD. I want a vinyl record. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, and then I know in the late 90s, early 2000s, 20, so, um, 2000s, you say in English. Thank you. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes. In early 2000, they, it started coming back. And... Uh, all of a sudden, holy crap, we need to make some money out of this. And so let's repress some Black Sabbath or Maiden. And, and oh, they were horrible. They were horrible. Not f- fully mastered the way it's supposed to be. And they, it sounded like crap. So you could throw that one out. So <laughs> w- what I'm talking about here is original pressings that are made newly created to to because you know a big band like sabbath or maiden they want to follow the test of times and so mm-hmm. if you got new fans you want to press that album once more so i know that maiden i think it was like 2014 15 somewhere like that they started to re- release their back catalog newly remastered uh vinyl records uh, with, with all the inserts and so forth, and and Kiss did the same thing. Uh, so so, and those are the, the the albums that I get a lot of uh, emails about: Maiden, Sabbath, Kiss, uh, Judas Priest, and so forth. What am I supposed to do? Should I buy Number of the Beast, newly pressed, or should I go with the old one? And in there, in this mix, there are people saying to these new collectors, uh, you are not really true if you buy the newer pressing. And what the fuck? Well, let me let me stop you right there. So I I want to maybe dive a little bit deeper into something that you said. So when, when we're talking about the master. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you, you said about how some of the newly released, uh, re-released, I should say like made and stuff and pre stuff and all that. 
Yeah. Are they using the original master and plate to make the new vinyls? So those are good compared to some, like you said, that are crap and they're using a different uh, master copy to do that. Yes. So we're, we're, so there's not a one size fits all answer to newer, newer pressings that are good or bad. I no, I will give you an example about this. I, I recently, uh, uh, not so long ago, I found Deep Purple's Burn from 1974 on a newly pressed record. And he had a hyper sticker. I knew about this before, but it had a hyper sticker. So did, and it stated that it was cut directly from the master tapes. So this is like uh, 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 where you can go off and, and, and you can see, oh shit, there is something happening here. If you don't know, this already and there is a, a couple of more pointers that you, that you can look at but this is this has a hyper sticker in, in front of it. it it's a sticker that that says it's new remastered from the original tapes done at abbey road studios back when the album was recorded and for that album to have those this hyper sticker it has to be the real deal so a quick Google search, if you don't already know about this, you can see that Abbey Road is still live and well. And till this day, a very, very uh, good uh, recording studio. And they got some really good mastering uh, engineers over there. So you can easily say that this is an album that's going to sound really great. So I put it on my turntable and lo and behold, it's sort of like, oh man. And this is a newly pressed, pressed album. It, it, it came out like 2018, 19 or something like that. And th then they found, found the master tapes from that recording from 1977. And you got real mastering engineers from Abbey Road Studios back in the day when the album was recorded, who has redone and mastered this for for like the, the the new market if you will so it sounds like oh man <laughs> so now on the flip side of that yes when yep. when we hear remastered is remastered yep. what you want to look at or that doesn't that that's just marketing speak and it really doesn't mean shit in reality uh when it comes to newly pressed albums it it does mean shit it does okay so at, that's what you want to look for yeah at least to me uh, and okay. so um the thing you have to ask yourself when you're buying records in the first place it's is it because you you could own something or if you, if you think it's a hype or a hip or something like that or do you actually want to listen to the music well if you only want to buy a record because because you, you want to put it up on the wall, be my guest, do it. I, I'm not the judge here, but if you want to buy an, a record because you want to listen to the music and enjoy it and spinning a real record, then you, there are some, some pointers I will give you so you, have to, so you can decide wh wh where, where you should go with this. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people out there who are just starting up their, their vinyl collection and and 
I think you could go either, either way. Uh, it's a lot cheaper to buy a used records from back in the day. But if you have the money, well, be my guest. Go, go ahead and, and buy newly pressed albums. But you have to do it in a certain way because the mastering thing that I, I just talked about, that's the, 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 the main focus I, I think you should keep in mind. For an example, there, there is, uh, you can look for markings like the hyper sticker or you can look at, at the, the, the back sleeve of the record. Uh, and for instance, there is a very famous um, mastering technique, which is called direct metal mastering. It's spelled DMM. And it usually have uh, uh, just, I think it's silver and gray, and it's printed on, on the backside of the album. Uh, and, it, and then you know it, it's, it's the real deal because direct metal mastering is an analog mastering technique that developed in, in, the, in the 80s. And, if you, and you can easily spot when you see hyper stickers or something like DMM, on, on the back of an album that it's, it's quality right there. Okay. So there is other techniques <clears throat> to, to look for, but it's, it's hard to spot if you don't know what you're looking for. Okay. That, that should answer that question once and for all. Yeah. But people that say to you that you're not true or whatever that word means, I mean, tell them to go, well, where Fuck the off. sun doesn't shine. Yeah. <laughs> please please because it's it's i mean we're here all to to enjoy uh music that's like the main focus and preferably you 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 can sit down in front of a turntable and pull out that like big slab of vinyl and put it on your turntable and watch that needle drop and and ma see magic happen i mean for me, we talked about this in, in prior episodes. I mean, the ceremony of listening. I mean, you should really try it. You, you don't have to be as nerdy as me, but it's to, to get that vinyl album, to get that gatefold sitting in your stool, in your sofa, or on the floor in front of the speakers, flipping through that booklet, looking through all the images, feeling your record, smelling it, and be a part of it in front of your speakers for that like 45 minutes to an hour move your smartphone or or whatever that takes up your time into the not another room and sit down and enjoy it if you do it on the headphones or you're doing it in front of the speakers i mean it's it's worth everything try it mm -hmm. out if you haven't already Yes. I like to lay naked on a bearskin rug in front of a fireplace when I listen to records. Oh, the images. Really? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, get them off uh, my head. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Stop it right now. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, oh man. man. All right. Well, there you go. And that'll be the show yeah. for today. And no. No. Oh. <laughs> I wish wishing I drank more than water right now. 
Yes. Oh, yes. man. So does everybody listening right now. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> how should we move on? Well, there's another topic that, that came up during the week, and, and that's some of the New York collectors asked me, is it okay if you, we, my, you only buy like a best of album? The person, because I emailed them back and said, why shouldn't you buy a best of album? Yeah, well, then he had a friend that said, well, if you only buy best of albums, then, then you're not true. And then you're not I- into collecting at all. And you just want to buy the latest fad. I mean, it's well, well. Well, see, I think best of albums are a great way to introduce yourself to a band. That's what I did when I, when I went from listening to crap like foreigner to stuff like Metallica and got into the metal and the harder stuff, that's what I would do. Like I would buy, I remember buying Dawkins. Dawkins had a best of, I think at one point that I got, um, there's a lot of, uh, it's just, it's a great way to say, okay, look, this is sort of a best of, this is, this is what everybody seems to like from this band. And if you like these songs, then chances are you're going to like the records that those songs are originally on. Right. So I, I think there's, there's a point to that. What I don't think, what I don't like is how record labels want to put a best of album out just to put something out and just do a cash grab. Yeah. I know, I know what you're getting at. Cause, but I didn't think about it like that. Because back in the day when I started collecting uh, albums, the uh, best of album was something that you needed for your collection. It often mm-hmm. came with something extra, like a poster or a sticker, and, and, and in some cases, a brand new song they just mm-hmm. thrown in there. So, so oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's sort of oh. like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Now, okay. So let me ask you a question, right? So, you know, with talking about like a new song, right? Yeah. The the trend, the trend has been, especially with digital releases these days. Oh, here, you know, here, here's a best of album and it'll have this new song. Right. But, but if you go to Walmart and you get their version, oh, well now you get an extra song over there that you don't get if you go to Target and buy it or wherever and buy it. All right. You know, okay. and what the fuck yeah. is up with that? That that shit pisses me off. And that's, you know, it, it, for me, that's a cash grab. Because now if you're a collector, you want to you wanna get all those. You want all those songs, right? Yeah. And I don't know yeah, if they do that shit with vinyl or if they, if they actually, I know it, with, with like a lot of digital releases and a lot of um, CDs, they they do that they pull that crap but yeah i don't know about vinyl is that a thing in vinyl or i haven't I mean, they... heard about it i haven't heard about it uh, i i mean uh, at some point w- when the 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 vinyl record came back in early 2000 it, some of the bands were teasing because they wanted people to 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 get the vinyl records instead of the cd and it's and it it had a song on the vinyl record um or uh, uh, sorry on on the cd that was um uh not there it, it, they, they took a marker and, and wrote it over and it said only on vinyl 
said you had to go buy the vinyl records to, to get that. But I know I don't know these days. I I don't buy any best of albums nowadays because it, it's it's uh, mm. rarely any different than some some songs that come out together by by uh, some record companies. But but I I don't know. But it, it's like you say it's it's a good way to start with the best of albums. Yeah 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 yeah. I think it is too. Like you know, that that's I'm I'm waiting for the best of Post Malone to come out so I can really dive into that one. And <laughs> oh man, is those I'm ghosts kidding. talking right now? They are. Yes. Yeah. 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 Telling you the, to go. Yeah. This okay. is the ghost of Post Malone past right here speaking <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh man. Ah, oh, that's uh, something. <laughs> All right, so now it's time. You know what's time for Phil? It's the pick of the week. That's right. So, yeah, I got a, a really exciting band from Stockholm, Sweden. Mm -hmm. uh, I only, do you know, I only pick like the best music. You know, I only, yeah, I only pick. You do. Yeah, I, you do. I do. I, I only pick music that I I like and then I that I support myself. I always buy, try to buy all of the music. Uh, physical that, that we play on this show so uh and marble mammoth is now uh the band from stockholm i want to introduce you to so marble mammoth from stockholm sweden have been around since like 2017 i think they mm -hmm. released a self-titled ep and have toured uh these last couple of years all over the place and also gained a lot of airplay in the uk australia and the u.s and the sound, my friend, it's a mix. I think it's a mix of riff-based rock and roll with some sort of like a psychedelic vibe. Mm. Uh, there, there's uh, the drummer Marcus is a friend of mine. He's he used to be in a really good uh, band back in the, in the day called Dollhouse, also from Stockholm. They were sound somewhere around like MC5 and 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 the Studios and and so forth and. He's got a he's got a cool swing to his his drumming, uh, a way that I could never play the drums. There is, <laughs> well, there's something you you have to listen to to his playing and 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 to think that it's rock and roll when you hear him play, it's all like, oh man, that's so great, and I think that it mixes to get together really well with it with the fuzzy guitars and uh, overall it's a great band and and i think you should uh, check them out and here's their new single higher than the sun
right, there you go. Yeah, that's Marble cool. Mammoth. That's awesome. Yeah. That's some awesome there is shit some, right some there. Some psychedelic shit in there. It's really cool. It's, I know. You it's you just you have this knack of finding these bands, man. I said it before, yeah. but it, it's so it's so awesome the way you can find these bands that just don't yeah. fit into any kind of little box or anything. It's just like yeah, all this cool stuff. So yeah, yeah, mostly done with that one. Yes, that's yeah. awesome. So Marble Mammoth, go check them out. Give them some love. Uh, check out their stuff, and and if you have the chance, go see them live once. All of this crap is over and you can go to <laughs> go see shows. So support them, buy a t-shirt, buy an album and, and give them some love. Higher than the sun, Marble Mammoth. Or you're there you right go. here on Sounds of Vinyl. You've heard it here first, unless you've heard yes. it before. And then you've heard it, yeah. you know, second or <laughs> yeah. third or fourth yeah. or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And yeah, I, you know what? You know what time it is. It's time to say goodbye. It's time it to is. say toodaloo, but next week, next week, we have something very special. It is yeah. the, not only is it Christmas, it's the official Sounds on Vinyl Christmas show, but it is also yeah, it is. the season finale. Yeah. Are you going to of, sing Christmas Carol? Uh, no? That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to sing Christmas songs Post Malone style. That's what that's oh. what next week's episode is. So you guys better get ready. Oh I've been working man. very hard. I've been practicing. So you guys better get oh. ready. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> there you go. Right there. Oh God. Now nobody's gonna listen to that episode. Uh, <laughs> uh so until next week. <laughs> later. Later. If your ears aren't bleeding by now, you didn't listen to Sounds on Vinyl the right way, so go back and listen again. Sounds on Vinyl is hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer and produced by Booze Hound Entertainment. Go to soundsonvinyl.com to support the show, to dive deeper into listening and collecting vinyl. Don't forget to subscribe where you listen so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening and for all your motherfucking support.